I want to give you free access to Weaver Sales Academy. On average, tenured producers that work with us are experiencing a 40% increase in auto fire and life production within 90 days. Maybe you just hired a brand new hire. We have a brand new hire training curriculum that will get a brand new hire trained for you and up and selling in less than 10 days. Maybe you need help with life insurance, the new business conversation, maybe pivoting, maybe overcoming objections. We cover it all with our Sales Academy, so make sure you take advantage of our free trial today. Hey, welcome to the Insurance Buzz. We are your hosts, Michael and Courtney Weaver. And today we're going to be talking about the processes that you have to have in your agency to be successful. This is the Insurance Buzz, and we are your hosts, Michael and Courtney Weaver. We coach insurance professionals, business owners, and people just like you every day on how to live a life and have a business you are excited about. Here on the Insurance Buzz, we share the wins, the losses, and everything in between that comes with being married business partners, training in the insurance space, and growing our business side by side. We also connect with other business owners and leaders making their mark in the world, and hopefully inspire you to make yours. Let's get into it. I thought you were going to be like, let's get it on. <laughs> we are about to get it on. Though, we are about to get it this on. This is a hot topic. Talking about processes and systems that you need. You are waiting for the next process that will be the silver bullet solution. If I just had this process, if I just worked this one a little bit more, or maybe this Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The secret sauce, the thing that is going to change your agency's career path. All right. How this how this topic got brought up is I, I had a text message this morning from an agent that's two years in, struggling, struggling financially, struggling to keep a team, struggling to produce. And he said something that really stood out. He's like, Michael, everything's going to change once I can just get these processes down, I can get the team, and I can actually be the CEO of my business. That's when everything's going to change and I'm going to start making the money that I need to make. Fake news. This is fake news. I don't know, like, is this your territory manager telling you this? Is this your sales leader? Is this mentors? Is this other agents? Like, This is fake news. Processes are not going to save you. Processes are not going to save your business. What is going to save your business is the ability to sell, the ability to sell your vision, the ability to sell your products to consumers, your ability to sell yourself to the community. If you cannot sell, no process matters. You have to be able to sell. If you need money, you have to sell products to equate to commission dollars to be able to pay the bills. I think this gets mixed up because we're looking for an easy out or we think that we need to do more in leadership. And you have to remember that processes don't sell policies, people do. And when you look at it from a leadership standpoint, You can have the best process in place, but if you are not holding your team and yourself to the expectations that come with the process, it doesn't matter. There's so much more than just getting the process and executing the process and hoping for the best. 
when we were having this conversation, we were getting really fired up because we keep hearing it a lot as the reason why you're not hitting the production that you want, the reason why you're not making the money that you want, the reason why you're not the CEO like you want to be or having the business that you want. And yes, processes are extremely important. And I don't want to skip over that and say, screw processes, you don't need them. You absolutely need them. But you have to think about it like a fast food restaurant. Every fast food restaurant has a process. Every single one of them do. But there are only a few that really stand out that are really changing the game. So it's not just the process. It's the people. You have to remember that you are in the people business. And sales is the root of every single business. It all comes down to sales. So if you are focused on processes and you are thinking that your service process or this process is going to sell something, you really need to look at what is your sales process? And are you, are you holding your team and yourself accountable to the expectation of that process? You don't know what's broken until you start getting in there and selling too. Yeah. You're trying to anticipate all of these problems of like, well, this process, you don't even know mm. what the process is until you start executing. Mm. Mm. You're spot on with this because we're not saying that processes aren't important. You have to have processes to build a business. Like we're not saying that you can't have processes. What we're saying is, is you can have a recruiting process and you can recruit the best talent. But if you can't teach that talent how to sell, they're not going to make it. You can have an appointment setting process where you're meeting with every customer. If you can't have a conversation that sells a product, it's not going to matter. You can have the best processes in the world, but you are a sales organization. If you cannot sell, if you cannot teach a team to sell, you are going to struggle as an insurance agency owner. I'm going to go further to say you are going to struggle as a business owner. It doesn't matter what business you run, you have to be able to sell. That's it. Like there are all kinds of great processes from customer service to recruiting to hiring. Retention. Retention. Like pivots. Hiring. Like hiring, uh, meeting with, with your team meeting with customers. These are all fantastic processes. But the number one thing that moves the needle in your business is growth. Without growth, you are not going to be able to maintain or sustain business because you're not going to have enough revenue to pay the bills. You have to have your sales processes on point. And to be able to have your sales processes on point, so we can walk through a couple sales processes, all right? I think that would be good. But you have to have the ability yourself. It doesn't matter what kind of sales process you have. I can give you the best sales process. But if you can't have a conversation with somebody and sell them on a product, even the best sales process in the world isn't going to matter. Like you have to be able to sell. And if you can't sell, you need to contact me right away because you have a major problem as a business owner and sales producer in this industry. You're in sales. You have to be able to sell. Are you tired of hiring new producers only to find out that your sales numbers aren't improving? It's a common problem in the insurance industry, but the solution isn't always to keep hiring new people. Instead, it's time to invest in a comprehensive training program that can transform your existing team into top performing producers. Our insurance training program is designed to help your team achieve measurable sales success. We understand the unique challenges of the insurance industry and have developed a training program that addresses those challenges head on. 
Our program covers everything from prospecting and lead generation to closing deals and retaining clients. There's so much more to the program. So if you're interested in joining the program that's helped over 10,000 insurance agents nationwide, visit www.weaversa.com or send me a text directly at 816-727-7610 with any questions to find out more. Let's go through, because I don't want this to just be a rant, but it is very important because so many times there are individuals out there that sell hopium and hopium pisses me off because, oh, I'm going to, you should sign up with me because I'm going to give you the same processes that have allowed me to be a really successful insurance agent and business owner. Well, shit, if they ain't teaching you how to sell, it doesn't matter in the first place. All right. So let's talk about sales conversations and processes. So the number one process is your new business conversation. Yeah. Your new business conversation. So this is from attracting the business. So how do you attract? How do you fill your prospecting funnel? To then what does that sales conversation look like and sound like to have a high conversion rate where you're quoting multiple policies, you're quoting more coverage, you're educating the customer. So for example, elevator pitch. This is going to be step one. How do you overcome those initial objections? So, hey, this is Michael from XYZ Insurance Company giving you a call today, Courtney, because your insurance rates just went up. I've been able to help the last nine out of 10 people I've talked to in your area. I'd love to do the same for you. Are you still at 123 Main Street? Holy shit, that is a good elevator pitch right there. All right, so, woo, right off the cuff. All right, so that's an elevator pitch. Then you have to be able to overcome objections. Then what do we move into? Step two would be the rapport building conversation. So this is where you build rapport. I have, an, I have what I, we call the 80-20 rule. Mm-hmm. So 80% of your time needs to be spent building rapport with the customer. You can use an analogy like FOR, family, occupation, recreation. People love talking about themselves. In Sales 101, the best sales professionals in the world are those that ask questions, get the consumer talking, because when they talk, they like you. And you find out the information that you need to find out. Because for example, when you build rapport, you're going to find out commonalities. When you have something in common with somebody, you're automatically going to increase the odds and chances of doing business with that individual. Okay. Mm -hmm. Does this make sense so far? Yeah. So family, occupation, recreation, 80%. Now the other 20%, you still got to get the information for the quote. I understand that. You still have to find out what I call the boring information. Hey, the names, the date of birth, how many drivers, the year, make, model of vehicles. All right, so while you're gathering this information, this is a little bit of the conversation. Where I find that most people really struggle is they flip the script, is they will, 80% of the conversation is around the insurance information and maybe 20% is around rapport. Yep. Okay, so that's step two. Step three is now the discovery conversation. What's important to the customer when it comes to insurance? Why are they shopping in the first place? And I know that 99.9% of people are going to say price. I just want the best price. I just want the cheapest rate available. You want to know why they're saying this? Because since 1999, this is what Geico has been preaching to them. Since 1999, we have over two decades of, of one insurance company saying, hey, just save money. 15 minutes for 15% or some shit like that. So billions of dollars a year. Yeah. Whereas if you notice all advertisements right now, it's not about saving money, baby. It's We're about bundling. bundling. <laughs> We're bundling. Bundling, baby. We need all your insurance. All right. So that's what should have happened in the first place, but I'm not going to go off on that rant. Hey, discovery conversation. What is important to you? For example, 
If you got into an accident tomorrow and totaled out your car, what are you going to expect out of me, your insurance agent? What are you going to expect out of the company? How much money do you want to be out of pocket? And then why would that be important to you? When they tell you they expect you to follow up with them on a weekly basis, tell me about that. Why would that be important to you? Because more than likely they've had a bad claims experience if they're like, well, I'd want you to follow up. So the discovery conversation, what problems are you solving? Step four, we have the conversation. We have the insurance proposal. Now with the insurance proposal, this is the bread and butter, baby. This is where the magic happens. Look, step five, I'll go ahead and fast forward to that. That's the close. Everybody wants to always know closing techniques. And look, I love closing techniques. I love overcoming objections. But the true close is the proposal. If you have a shitty proposal, you are going to have a terrible closing ratio, no matter what closing techniques I teach you or you learn. The insurance proposal is where you educate the customer. You empower the customer. You give them a plan that is going to make sure on their worst day that they're protected. You give them four times, 10 times the coverage they currently have. You've now turned an intangible product. When you get really good at this education where you're empowering the customer, you're using stories to sell your product. I always envisioned, I wanted my customer to actually be like, okay, right now I have 25, 50, 25. And what Michael is giving me is a million dollar umbrella policy that covers everything I own. No matter what happens, I'm protected. This is something that if you get really good at telling stories, and education, I always was hoping they could actually visualize this like a dream because selling an intangible product can be really difficult. You're selling a promise at this point because mm-hmm. it can't just be about you and how you're going to, to give the customer really great customer service. That's also like, hey, I'm here when you need me. That's mm-hmm. also intangible. So how can you get really good at taking this intangible product that we call insurance and turning it into something that they can actually visualize that they're like, holy shit, Michael, I didn't know that about my insurance. My last insurance agent never told me that that could be the repercussions. So bam, tip here, always start off with enthusiasm. Always start your insurance proposal off with enthusiasm. I've got great news for you today, Courtney. Everything came back amazing. Second tip, go into disturbing complacency. Hey, before we get started, your current coverages, they really worry me. And when you get really good at this, they're going to say, what do you mean they really worry you? Bam, you got them hooked, baby. You have the attention. And that's what this is about is attention. If you're not excited, they're not going to be excited. If you don't capture their attention, well, you're wasting your time. Yeah. Okay. Then obviously you go through your proposal. All right. Multiple products. And then we're going to go into the close. So you have to be able to ask for the sell a minimum of three times in every single conversation. My favorite closing technique is assuming the sell. Hey, Courtney, for everything we talked about today, the two cars and the renters, it's going to be $250 a month. Do you want to put that on your Visa, MasterCard, or American Express today? That's it. That's five-step sales conversation process. Now, when you close the business, let's just go through the whole dang process here. All right. So when you close the business, you schedule the onboarding call. Automatically, if you don't close the business and you have to follow up after trying to close a minimum of three times, you have to schedule the follow up within 48 hours. This rule is an absolute must. Within two days, you have to be back on the phone. Why? Because 
I personally had, and my office personally had, a 76% closing ratio if I could talk to a prospect within two days of quoting their business. If it was between day three and day five, it dropped down to 33%. If it went past the five-day mark, I don't even want to talk about it. It's dropped down into the teens. Boo, that's terrible. It was 13%. No one wants to, gross. Like, you have a 13% closing ratio? Like, that's bad. That's that's gross. You're not going to survive in this world. So you have to follow up within 24 to 48 hours. And then if you close the business, you always got to be meeting with customers. Hey, Courtney, thank you so much for your business today. I appreciate you. I'm going to get everything processed. Now, before I let you off the phone today, one thing that we do different here in this agency is we like to put a face with a name and get to know everyone that we're doing business with. Plus, we need to go everything over everything one more time just to make sure that you are clear on everything when it comes claim time. When would be a good time in the next two or three days to put on the calendar? I'm not asking if she wants to have an appointment. This is part of the process. I meet with every single customer. And for those that are writing business out of state, hey, remote, virtual technology, use Zoom. It's the same process, just a little bit different verbiage. There's a great sales conversation process for you. Now you actually have to be able to have that conversation, which is what we teach to. This is what I'm saying. Like we can give you the best conversation. We can give you the best process. If you don't know how to actually deliver this and and actually have the conversation, this process is worthless. Literally, the process I just gave you is gold. It is gold. But if you don't know how to actually have the conversation in between and then you train and you practice on it and you master the craft, it doesn't matter. Because not only do you have to master this, then you have to teach it to your team and your team has to master this. Because again, if you can't sell and you can't teach people how to sell, you are going to struggle as a business owner. Processes don't sell policies. People do. There is no process out there that is going to save you. You have to train and develop. And you actually have to, as a business owner, you have to start selling things to know where you need to improve in your process. Yep. You have to get in there and actually figure out what's broken. And it doesn't matter what business you're in. We're getting ready to start our sixth business. And it's always the same. The first process that you always have to start with is business. How am I bringing business in? How am I converting that? And then what happens after that? That's right. Then what comes next? That's the first process that you always have to start with because everything is centered around that. Your leadership, your growth, your service, anything from referrals, anything from your systems in your office on money management. It all starts with customers. Without customers, you don't have a business. Nothing exists. So if you're wondering what process is the one that you should be focused on, it's the one that drives revenue. It's the new business. It's that whole conversation that we went through. And then how do you hold yourself and your team accountable to that? Mm-hmm. Mm. And I love this. Is a, I love this I, one because I got to talk up. some sales, man. We like, because there's multiple, up. look, there's multiple sales processes as well. Like we cover the new business. You've got your appointment. You've got your cross-selling or pivoting, whatever you want to call it. Like there are multiple um, sales processes that you have to have in the office. And again, it's more than just processes. You can go through the motions. You can go through what I just taught you. But if you don't know how to actually excel in that conversation and get people to buy into what you're talking about, it's not going to matter. All right. So, hey, yee, yee, let's go. Yeah. But man, I, uh, as a business owner, I hate to see peers struggle. Yeah. Because we've been, I feel like we've been blessed. We've now, what, developed five, six companies. All of them have been multiple net six-figure and seven-figure businesses. 
And it always comes back to growth, as you said. Like if you're not growing revenue, no matter what process you have, you're going to go backwards. And I think, and I've watched this and I've experienced this myself too, putting this pressure on myself as a leader to have all everything figured out prior mm. to. Yep. Having the right process. Well, once I get these processes, then the next, and it doesn't work like that. Things don't work linear. It's not, well, this domino falls and this domino falls. It's happening simultaneously. So yep. it's implementing, paying attention to the process. Where does it need a tweak? Yep. Coaching and training to that tweak and then reviewing the process again, rinsing and repeating until you're like, okay, we finally have the groove. And then you move on to the next thing. But it is a frustrating, frustrating thing to go through because a lot of times if you are, you are great at sales or if you got into business to make a lot of money, that process side of your brain is like, how does this work? And the best thing I can tell you is start with sales. Start with the thing that you know is going to drive revenue yep. and pay attention to every part of where it breaks down and go, am I the person to coach and train to, to this right. or do right. I need to hire this out? One of the best things that we ever did, we started in the very beginning, was we started looking around and going, who are the mentors that I need for where I want to excel, where I want to grow, or where I'm not strong in? Yeah. And here's the other thing with, with, with selling. Selling is going to automatically generate revenue. When you have money, then you can hire people to help you. Mm -hmm. Like you have to have revenue. Unless you just have the money going into the business where you're able to deploy a ton of capital from the very beginning and be that true CEO. But while we're talking about this, I just want to speak to something that's on my heart that this agent said today. Two years in, you know, I just, I need to be that agent that the CEO. I think that that's what's going to change my business. For those that don't know my story and our story, I was the producer, I was the team member, I was the manager, I was the customer, the community liaison. Like there is nothing wrong if you like to sell and you like to be customer facing and things are going to change throughout your career. But if this is what you like right now and you're a one-year agent and you're getting pressure put on you from outside, your peers, your territory managers, whatever, to be the so-called CEO in your business, please remember that it is your business. Run your business the way you want your business ran. If you like to sell, you like to jump on calls, you like to produce PNC, you like to meet with customers, damn it, do it, man. Because that is going to generate revenue. If you are tight on money right now and you're focused on being the CEO of your business and you can't hire people to run, to run and produce, then you got to do that shit yourself. You have to. You either got to pay for it or you got to do it. And early on in business, as much as this sucks, because I've been there, sometimes you even got to do the things you don't want to do. But you're probably the best one at it because no one's going to believe in your business the way that you believe in your business. No one's going to want your business to be as successful as you want your business to be successful. So sometimes you got to wade through the sewage. You got to go through the shit before the green get, before the grass gets green. All right, baby. So just do you, man. Like, don't let outside pressure tell you the type of business owner that you need to be. If you want to be in the trenches and selling because that's what's going to generate revenue to pay the bills, get in the damn trenches and sell and generate revenue and lead from the front. That's all I got today. Woo! We're building character. That's what we're doing. When I was growing up on the farm and I was doing shit I didn't want to do, my dad would say, we're building character.
That's what we're doing today. And you ain't always got to be in the trenches. <laughs> Things get better when you start making more money. So. <laughs> so that's it. That's processes and systems. That's the one thing we would tell you to focus on. Remember that processes don't sell policies. People do. Pour into your people. Pour into yourself. Do what you love. Focus on bringing new business in. As always, time is the most valuable and important asset that we all share. And we appreciate you spending some time with us. Go out. Make it great. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Insurance Buzz. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a rating and review. If you want to take your insurance agency to the next level and join our community, simply check out Weaver Sales Academy at www.weaversa.com. Again, That's www.weaversa.com or visit the show notes on our new and current programs we have available exclusively for you. As always, time is the most valuable and important asset that we all have, and I appreciate you spending it with me. See you on the next episode.